Welcome to On the Cusp of Something Beautiful, where we discuss a range of topics centered around art, creativity, mental health and wellness, and my favorite thing to talk about, listening to our intuitive guidance. I'm your host, Amikale Imani, and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self. Each episode, I get radically honest on how I navigate being an intuitive creator, the struggles, the wins, the lessons, and of course, the intuitive hits. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful, and rarest self. Hello, hello, beautiful beings. Welcome back to another episode of On the Cusp of Something Beautiful. I'm your host, Amikale Imani. And thank you so much for joining me for episode two, ew. <laughs> I don't know why I just got so excited. Because <laughs> I can be excited, shit. I'm happy. Happy to be doing um, another episode and just grateful. Just grateful. So, oh, first and foremost, Happy New Year's Eve. Wow. I cannot believe it's December 31st, 2020. It is December 31st, 2020, y'all. Tomorrow's about to be 2021. Tomorrow's about to be 2021. Like, part of me is like, yeah, I know. But the other part of me is like, what? How? How? How, Sway? Where'd this year go? (laughs) Where'd this year go, right? And I know a lot of us are just like, ugh, I want this year to be over with. But you know what? For me, this year has been as crazy and upside down, off the wall, and all the twists and turns that this year has provided for us. I'm I'm grateful for it all, to be honest. I'm really grateful to have been able to really just like sit down for a second and like not only catch my breath, but like get even deeper into myself you know we're gonna talk about that later on because this episode is all about my 2020 recap and you know um I'm gonna do my best to just keep it concise to the point okay I'm gonna try to minimize my tangents (laughs) but just kind of give but just give you guys a little some 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 tidbits of the things that I have learned, experienced, um, witnessed, observed of myself and this growth and, you know, all that beautiful stuff that makes life much more bearable. (laughs) Before that, let's see, what did I do today? Really today I've just been kind of like, just getting prepared to release the podcast and um, what else? It's, you know, today was really quiet, to be honest. Today was quiet. Today was really just like, just kind of semi-stillness, but just in preparation as well. Like I didn't really have a whole lot planned. Everything today was just like all about the podcast. So that's been my focus. Um, my, let's see, my morning was, was quiet and and relaxing I um oh I was looking at bee medicine oh yes I'm gonna tell you guys about my dream so I had this dream um early this morning 
And um, in the dream, I was baking this cake, like this huge, huge, huge ass chocolate cake, right? It was like a big, just like a big rectangular shaped cake. And it had like a tear. It had like a few tears. It was, it was, it was, it was a monster. It was just a huge ass piece of cake. Like, I don't know what this was for. And it wasn't just me working on this cake. It was like, there's about three, I want to say three other people working on this cake as well. <laughs> and so we were, I guess we we're taking this cake out the oven or something like that. And where I was standing, I was standing next to a window. So this bee flew in and like land, like landed on me, hung out with me for a second. And then it, I guess it just kind of flew off. I don't remember exactly what it did, but I remember very specifically seeing the bee come in the window, land on me. And I was just like, where'd this bee come from? Like, how, how random. So when I woke up, I was like, I need to look up what that means. Because there, for that to be as, um, what's the word I want to use? Like, as... For it to have stood out as much as it did, there was there was a message for them. So I'm actually going to read what I discovered today. Because I've actually been getting um, a lot of bee symbolism. Well, I won't say a lot, but I remember when I was in Santa Fe back in October, um, a bee, me and my friend that I went to Santa Fe with, we were like at this park. And just laid out, just enjoying being able to lay in grass <laughs> and not have to worry about someone's dog peeing or pooping or whatever else may be on the grasses of New York, honey. I don't trust it. But just to be able to just lay out in the grass and earth, and I'll talk about this later on, but uh, I remember a bee had came and landed uh, next to me then. So I was like, okay, this bee medicine has been kind of kind of been tapping I've been tapping into it you know so so this is on what is my spirit this is my go-to site um whenever I'm looking up spirit like animal medicine or anything like that so as the spirit animal it says when bee buzzes in as your spirit animal it's a reminder to trust in miracles it says bee as a totem animal is for those whose greatest wish is for all living things to coexist in peace and love and then it says, call and be as your power animal when you are manifesting abundance. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yep, definitely needed to, uh, definitely needed to get this word in. And some, here's some other things that it says. It says, are you shouldering heavy burdens? Do you need help pollinating new ideas and projects? Is your soul seeking a community to which you belong? Be spirit as a spirit totem and power animal can help. B teaches you how your higher self is aiding you in a flight pattern that will land you smack dab in the sweetest of spots. Delve deeply in B symbolism and meaning to find out how this animal spirit guide can encourage, stir, and animate you. And I was like, this is literally what I'm doing right now. Like, that was meant for me. <laughs> so that's why I received it. So, and I've just been kind of taking my mornings to, and this is just outside of, my you know yoga and meditation and journaling and stuff like lately when I've been sitting down eating my breakfast I've been just kind of like taking time out to just learn things so prior to this I was going through my natal chart and um so I went through all the houses just to get a, a general understanding of like what each house represents 
And then I was like, okay, after that, I'm going to go through each of my houses that have placements. So for instance, my third house has Jupiter and Chiron conjunct and or conjunct means next to each other. So I was like, okay, what does that mean? You know, what does that really mean? So I looked up what the third house means. Then I looked up what Jupiter in the third house means. So next I need to look up what Chiron in the third house means. And then I'm just going to go through that for each of my, um, the houses that have placements in them. So my next house I'm going to go through after I finish with the third house is uh, my sixth house, which has my moon in it, Libra moon. <laughs> So that's just been kind of like, I don't know, spirit just kind of led me to just get deeper in, into that. I'm already really into astrology, as y'all can't tell. So spirit's just like, yeah, just get deeper into that and really figure out what your chart is, the energies that are in your chart, and how you really need to be working with them and navigating through those energies, you know. And um, for me, astrology helps me a lot just with my patterning my just personal energies and um like I said just how to how to navigate through them through life what they mean because astrology is definitely a uh, a great tool to utilize if you're just kind of like wanting to seek deeper knowledge and purpose around uh you know your existence and your essence so I use it as such and you know I feel like just a disclaimer with astrology is as much as like any kind of you know healing mechanism or whatever you know you just you take what resonates with you and if it doesn't resonate with you then you don't take it like you you don't have to you know um, adhere to something that doesn't really feel like fully resonates with you you know what I'm saying so just like to say that because a lot of times we think like oh this thing says that I'm this way so I'm supposed to be that well it's like do you feel like you're supposed to be that or are you just doing that because this thing told you that you're supposed to do that like if it's not really if it's not unlocking something in you like oh wow like that makes so much sense oh like okay like I totally can see where I do that or I or I could be doing that more then you know leave it don't don't try to force yourself to be something that you're that you not or just take taking on energy that really don't belong to you you know what i'm saying so just check in with yourself on that regard but no definitely look into your natal chart if you are into astrology or just curious because there's some good uh some good insight i should say in tapping into your natal chart your birth chart and you can just go on um just google natal chart and somebody's astrology website <laughs> will bring up a generator and you just have to type in your birthday the time you were born and location and i hope and hopefully you have your exact birth time that's ideal um and then it'll tell you literally your whole entire chart is free you don't gotta pay for it you probably have to put in your email address to get your full chart but it's totally free and you can just kind of start digging into that Ooh. So let's dig into this gear. Let's dig into this 2020 energy. All right, let's start with January. I was gonna I was gonna start with December, but you know what? We're gonna start with January and I'll tap into December and I'll tell you why I almost started with December. So January 2020, I was just 
I was I was in the midst of getting over uh, being ghosted by this girl that I was t- talking to, uh, and we've been talking for like two months, and she just ghosted me, legit, like a day after Christmas. We talked Christmas Day, and then that was it. <laughs> I can laugh now, but y'all, what? I was like, wait a minute, you were just in my house like two days ago. How dare you? Because you know what I mean? Like, I just felt super hurt and I felt like a text message at the very least. And I like, it would have just, I would have been fine. You know, like, all you gotta just let me know. Like, I wasn't overly pressed. I'm not really sure why that was the route that she took, but it sucked. It hurt like a bitch. Um, it definitely it took me, I'd say a good month to just get over the sting of that. Cause I was just like, I just felt like a fool. I was like, whoa, like that was wild and so unnecessary, but obviously very necessary because what it really taught me was to, it really taught me to, uh, just raise my level of self-compassion for myself and to, uh, really start checking in with my intuition really start checking in with with my intuition because had I checked in with my intuition that whole dynamic could have ended way before she did her little grimy thing and um and I had to really accept that see that I had to see that and accept that so that was my January y'all getting over that and just you know just healing lots of healing and so come February, right? Because February is my birthday month. And I'm like, yo, I got to shake this shit off before my birthday because I'm not going to Spain and Portugal for my 30th birthday with this with this whack-ass energy. Like, I'm not doing it. So luckily, by the time February rolled around, I was like getting back into myself, feeling my beat again, feeling my groove, back in my vibe. And... um what else happened? I went to, oh, I lost my laptop, y'all. So a week before my birthday, my birthday is February 13th, ow. and um, a week before my birthday, my friend had threw this party, this discotheque party at a cute little bar in Williamsburg. And um, was it Williamsburg? It was in Brooklyn. <laughs> and so coming home from that, and getting ready for bed, right? Let's make this big ass cup of tea. So I'm, I'm like getting ready to get my bed, got my tea, and I went to plug in the lights because I had lights over my bed. I went to plug in the lights, and uh, when I came back from plugging in the lights, and my elbow, when I rid my elbow back, it knocked over my cup of tea, and it just so happened that my laptop was. On, it was on the floor, but it was sitting on top of my sewing kit. So, even though the majority of the tea fell on the floor, enough of it still landed on my MacBook, and she was gone. She was gone, and mind you, she was already old. It was pushing almost 10 years. It would have been 10 years, August 2021. <laughs> But we're not gonna talk about that. Um, so that that that's done. That's done. Cause I'm like, that's my that's my life. Like my computer. Like 
that's how I edit photos, emails, like if I need to look for a job, whatever. I mean, even though, yeah, I have my phone, but like, you know, come on now. Like, even though our phones do so much, so, so, so much. And I had to learn exactly how much my phone can do after I lost my MacBook. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's just different being able to hop in your computer, type up something real quick, um, you know, look up something, a bigger screen. So I had to adapt and adjust. Uh, but I did that after my birthday. I was like, you know what? Ugh, wow, this sucks. So this is a week before my birthday. I had to deal with that. And so... Birthday comes around and I'm like, woohoo, Spain, Portugal. Let's forget all our worries and problems and let's go have fun in Europe. And that's exactly what I did. Lived my whole, whole, whole 30-ass best life, okay? And I just went out there. I had fun. Um, I had done a self-portrait series uh, prior to that. So I released that on my birthday. They were real cute or whatever. And I was just out and about frolicking in Spain and Portugal. And uh, this was still like Corona. We all know Corona was still, it hadn't hit the U.S. yet, I don't think. It was still like in some other places. But my friend's mom, um, who's also my roommate, or my friend who's also my roommate, her mom was like, look, I don't know what's going on with this coronavirus, but... Y'all going to an airport where all kind of people be coming in and out of the airport. Like, y'all need to get put these masks. Put these masks on. So she sent us masks. And she was like, here, take these masks. Put these masks on. Put these masks on while you're in the airport and just protect yourself. Better safe than sorry. So we were like, okay, cool. We put them, we wore, the, we wore our masks in the airport. Mind you, y'all, we were probably one of two of ten, maybe 15 people who had on masks. Like, nobody was wearing a mask. Nobody. And, uh, well, <laughs> so anyway, so had a blast in Spain, in Portugal. Let's see if I had to say the highlight of Spain, the highlight of Spain was just all the wine. Y'all, when I say, oof, we ate good. That's the highlight. The highlight was eating good in Spain and Portugal. Okay. And I tell you food, bomb, bomb, bomb ass food. Oh, bomb ass food. And then we were having meals that was like, maybe like 25 year olds, right? But you would get, what would you get? You would get like bread. You would get, a, I think you get an appetizer, an entree, a glass of, it would come with a glass of wine. Um, and then you'd get either a dessert or like coffee for 25 euros. And mind you, 25 euros is like what? 28, $29, like, like still like under 30 bucks for all of that. So yeah, eating real good. <laughs> and yeah, I think I would say the highlight of Spain was just like the beautiful wines. The wines were just oh, amazing. We even went, we did a um, a wine tasting for my birthday. Met this couple um, that was, who was also from New York, small ass world. They were also from New York. So they were like, yeah, we're going to this party. I mean, we're going to this club um, called Teatro. Teatro, let me say it correctly. Teatro. Yo, you guys should come with us, you know? We're like, yeah, totally, we're down. It's like, it's my birthday, let's go. So we went there and it had like seven different levels of like music and it was just, we were just running up and down, going to all the music spots. And then on the main floor, they had this, uh, it was a drag show. First of all, it was DJs that were playing. 
And after the DJs played, then there was a drag show. After the drag show, it was a burlesque show. And after the burlesque show, it was like this performance art. I don't know what you want to call it, but <laughs> it was interesting. It was entertaining, okay? It was definitely entertaining. So that was a blast. And then um, I, then a couple of days after that, we were in Portugal. We were in Portugal for about three days. I met a little guy friend or whatever. And um, <laughs> we, me and my friend, we were at the ATM getting cash. He just approached me and he was like, yo, like, where are you from? Da, 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 da. And I, and my, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, like, I'm in Portugal. I don't know who you are. You just come up to me. My, he was respectful. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I have my guard up. I'm like, okay. Like, we exchanged numbers or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, thanks. You know, he, he offered to, like, take us around Portugal or take us around Liz, Lisbon or whatever. And we were like, I was like, okay, thanks paid him no mind okay i'm like listen i'm here to have fun i don't i don't mm -mm, i don't want to do all that so um we actually end up we didn't end up connecting until like the day before i was about to leave because um he was messaging me on whatsapp and i had just downloaded whatsapp in in spain because i was trying to get a hold of my dad because obviously i'm out of the country like i don't have no service except wi-fi um, but my dad's phone was acting up or whatever. So his, his, um, I message wasn't working. So he was like, you know, download WhatsApp. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I downloaded WhatsApp and wherever the app was on my phone, like when I was getting notifications, I wasn't seeing it basically. So I had no idea. So he was messaging me and stuff and I was just didn't see it until the day before we were leaving. He was like, you know, have you guys been able to go out? Like, I'd love to like meet up. And I was like, Ooh, this is our last night in Portugal. And me and my friend just kind of want to go eat and chill like eat and come back to the airbnb we need to pack like we're not trying to go out and he was like damn like i've been trying to get a hold of you da, 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 da. i was like yeah my bad i'm so sorry like I, I i just downloaded this whatsapp thing like i don't use whatsapp so i had no idea how to use it so anywho come back to come back to new york and um come back to New York and I was just like in a mood I was like yo I don't want to be here I just lived my whole best life in Spain in Portugal and mind you we me and my same friend we had just went to London and Amsterdam with another one of our friends um for her birthday so I have been to Europe twice in the past four months by February so I'm like real like I don't want to be in New York. I don't want to be in New York. It's, I just don't want to be here. So we were just having like this energy like, yo, I'm ready to leave. I'm ready to move. And um, <laughs> we were like, let's move to Amsterdam. And I was like, okay, let's move to Amsterdam. We're moving to Amsterdam, right? This is this is legit. Like end of February, beginning of March. Let's move to Amsterdam. Well, we know how that worked out. It didn't happen. And so we had to just kind of settle on, well, we're not moving to Amsterdam. There's too much going on right now. And not even that, the borders are shut down. Europe ain't letting nobody in this motherfucker. So I guess we're moving to Brooklyn. <laughs> and basically what was going on at the time is our um, our apartment that we were living in was just the, uh, what's the word, the management company was just real grimy, real shady. 
They were not holding up their end of the lease. They were not, y'all, they weren't paying the utilities for the building. We was getting messages on our door, on the front of our building door from Con Ed and National Grid talking about they cutting our shit off because nothing's been paid in months. And we were like, wait a minute, what are we paying all this rent for? Y'all not paying the bills? Like, hold up. So it was just really shady shit that we were having to deal with. So that's why we were like, we're moving. Whether we move to Europe or moving to around the corner, wherever it's got to be, we're leaving this place. We're leaving this building because it's just, we're not getting treated the way that we're supposed to be getting treated as tenants and we're paying our rent. So what is this? So end up getting, so we ended up deciding we're moving to, we're moving out of this place into another part of Brooklyn. So then, you know, Corona hits full force, quarantine, all this stuff. And we're just like, whoa, what is happening? And so here comes April, right? We're fully in the throes of quarantine. And April for me, it was just, I don't know. I feel like just, just getting settled into this quarantine life. Like I felt like I was just kind of on edge. Like I was like, I didn't want to get too comfortable because I didn't know I guess nobody really knew like how long this was going to be lasting. So I feel like a part of me didn't want to get too used to this because I'm like, yo, I need to get prepared to like, I don't want to get too comfortable just being at home all day uh, because whenever they, whenever this quarantine ends, like I might have to go back to work, you know, little did we know, you know, we was on lockdown for what until June. So... I had nothing but time, space, opportunity to really just dig down deep into myself. So this is what I did. <laughs> Definitely dug down deep into myself, really got connected with higher self, really got, um, was feeling the urge to just to just make more of a consistent effort with my, with my mega <clears throat> yogatation, with my meditation, my yoga, just really getting into myself, tapping into higher self. Because for a while, I was having a hard time connecting with higher self and just like focusing in my meditation. My energy was off. Like it was just a lot of stuff going on energetically that I was trying to navigate. And um, still, you know, in contact with Portugal, Portugal Bay, Boo, whatever, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> and, um, you know, we were still getting to know each other and stuff. But I had the bright idea. I was like, I don't want to get, first of all, this man is all the way in Portugal, okay? So I don't want to get too wrapped up in this person who, I don't even know when I'm going to be able to see this person again, okay? I don't even know when I'm going to be able to leave the country. I don't know when I'm going to be able to leave the state. Like, I have no idea what is going on. So I'm like, you know what? I need to date other people. I need to, like, put myself out there, right? Let me consciously date. Everyone's at home. They're probably, everyone's probably on the apps. Let me consciously date. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was in April okay and I met a few people and we're gonna get to that so that was April here comes May right in May I'm just really getting the call and I talked about this before in in the first episode how you know I was really getting the the call to like really work on on the cusp my lessons and just putting them out there on Instagram um I was in the process of manifesting my MacBook, you know, because I was on unemployment and I was also getting the additional unemployment, but, you know, we were really trying to make sure that we had a fund set aside to move. So I was like, okay, I don't want to 
you know, buy my computer just yet. I need to make sure I have plenty of money set aside to, to, you know, purchase my, I mean, to, um, to, to, to be able to move. Cause you know, again, we didn't know, we didn't know what was going on. So we wanted to just make sure we had enough money set aside. So that way, whenever we found a spot that we liked, we could just go for it and, and just get up out of that apartment. So doing that, um, old girl from December messages me, you know, and I guess this is when everyone's like, uh, conscious was really kicking in around May after being on lockdown. <laughs> and so she messages me this real half ass, like, I guess it was supposed to be an apology. I don't know what it was. It didn't say I'm sorry. So I, I, I ignored it. I ignored it because at this point it's like, why are you messaging me? What do you like? No, you sh- you should have done this months ago, girl. Like, why are you reaching out to me? And that's when I just came to realize I'm like, she did that for herself. She needed to find peace of mind for herself. Cool, I'm glad she got that, but I don't need to respond. Like, I don't I don't have anything to say to you. I said what I needed to say. I said what I needed to say back in December, and I'm done. And um. I hit another te- technological glitch. My hard drive this time. My hard drive. My poor little hard drive. So basically what was going on, the cord in my hard drive had gotten loose. So I guess like I was moving my, my laptop around. Well, was I using my laptop? No, I had to be using, I was using my roommate's laptop. Yeah. Yeah, because who else's laptop was I using? I was using my roommate's laptop, and um, I'm actually going to take a sip of water because, as y'all can hear, my throat is like, my throat is on fire. It's not really on fire, but she's tired. I've tried to do this episode three times, so my throat, my voice is, she a little shot. So yeah, so the cord was loose and I guess, you know, in, in the midst of moving the laptop around or something, somehow, some way, my files get corrupted. And of course, out of all the files on this hard drive, the majority of my files that got corrupted were my photography files. And I was just like, what in the world? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> so I had to deal with that and I was just like you know what? And I, and I did some research. Like, I feel like whenever I'm in the space to really like invest in this, I'm, I definitely feel like I may possibly try to, but I looked up that there are places that you could go and get like your files recovered and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. The files are gone. Was I pissed? Absolutely. I was upset, but the files were gone. And a lot of them were like travel photos. That's what really hurt. A lot of them were travel photos. Like when I went to Santa Fe, when I went to Savannah for my sister's birthday, when I went, um, I lost, did I lose lunch in Amsterdam? I did lose them, but I think I still had them on an SD card. So I didn't technically lose them, but I just lost a lot of files that I hadn't really worked on or worked through yet. And that's what sucked. I was like, wow, like I haven't even touched these, these photos at all and they're gone. So I had to deal with that. Um, I have to say this year was was a year for, for technology for me. I don't know if that's the age of Aquarius coming through. I don't know if Spirit was just trying to like prep me to be like, look, girl, you need to be on your technological shit. But it was, it was, it was, it was. So end of May, 
we move out, find a really dope place, beautiful space, and we move out of our um, the apartment that we were living in because it was just too much going on, y'all. It was the block was hot, and the block was our whole entire part, our whole entire apartment building. It was just too. It was just too much. All kind of people coming in and out, like it was just way too much going on. It was too busy, too, 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 too busy. So we left. We moved out. And June, oof, June was a very emotional month for me. I'm, and I'm going to put June and July together. June and July were very, very, very emotional months for me. And it really started, I want to say like when cancer season hit, it really started when cancer season hit. And I was just like, I feel like it was a mixture of stuff that I was going through you know what? I feel like it was a mixture of just quarantine, being in quarantine. I feel like it was a mixture of um, me battling my feelings for this person that I was talking to. So I, I was talking to this um, this girl or whatever that I had met back in April when I decided to get on the apps. And I decided to jump my happy black ass on the apps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we had been in communication and conversation um since april or whatever and i was just like really battling the fact that like i was developing feelings for this person right and so um so it was just all of that right and then i felt like i was just going through a lot of like um like multi-dimensional like like past life stuff that was just being triggered you know so it was just like all of that it was like 3d me was being triggered it was past life being triggered and and i feel like for me my belief is a lot of the things that we are that we go through patterns our triggers all of that that are like here on on the earth realm a lot of that's past life stuff so i feel like it was a combination of all of that energy between june and july it was just a lot and so i had gotten deep 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 into like depression and anxiety and you know for me it's being someone who's always had an outlet I guess to like if if to not focus on that kind of stuff you know like I feel like just work work is just kind of how I I just throw myself into work you know if I don't want to deal with something or if I'm going through something that's you know traumatic or whatever super um, highly emotionally I just you know there's so much other shit that I have going on you know work whatever 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 and there wasn't any of that to really jump into like there was no work like all I had to do like all I could do was sit in, in the house and go and feel my feelings so that's what was going on for June and July and it got to a point where I had to really take a step back and I was like okay what is the energy here it's like you're fighting your feelings for this person you and and it was really fear it was fear that had really set in um and let me tell y'all about this fear energy when you feel your fears coming up like just really deep like that you gotta move through it and because I was avoiding having this conversation that needed to be had for my own sake, right? 
I was avoiding having this conversation because I'm waiting for this other person to, I guess, tell me what's going on. And that's why I realized that's what the, the big lesson was around me and my dealings with this person and our dynamic. It was like I was giving my power away instead of being like, hey, what's going on? Where are we, are we working towards something like what's happening here? You know, I'm waiting for this person to tell me what's going on. And it was just it, it was just. It was, it wasn't a good space for me to be in, basically, right? So I was like, okay, I need to have, I need to talk to this person, figure out what the hell is going on. We've been talking since April, right? And it's been by this time, what, like four? It's been three or four months, four months. Because when I finally actually, you know, expressed my feelings, it was the beginning of April. I mean, it was the beginning of August, and I was like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. You know, how are you feeling? What's going on? And so she was basically like, well, you know, I'm not really looking for a relationship. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But, you know, I guess you could have told me that a couple months ago. But, you know, whatever. Here we are. Now I know, right? And I feel like that was really the source of my fear. Like, my fear was, was, my fear was not wanting to know what I already knew, basically. Not wanting to, to, to there you go, say intuition, y'all. Not wanting to trust my intuition because I had a strong feeling that that's what it was going to be. But because there were there were other like things that were happening within the dynamic that kept making me think otherwise, you know. And what I had to realize, I was like, a lot of times we're we're accepting things at face value, and it's just because people people are operating out of their own patterns and conditionings. And so I had to realize, you know, her lack of boundaries, I'm, I'm expecting her to put forth a boundary. Okay. If you know that you don't want to be in a relationship, then for me, I'm thinking, okay, you're going to tell me that somewhere along the path. Like I didn't, but you know what the lesson was for me? The lesson was I had to put myself out there. That's what the lesson was for me. That's why that's, that's why it played out the way it played. That's why I put out the way it played now that I'm looking back at it, you know, I, I had to be the one to put that boundary in place. That was my lesson to do that because I was already giving my power away. There you have it. That's what it was. And it was a very, very, very valuable lesson because I because I was really trying to circumvent this conversation, I ended up putting myself, and I will accept complete and total fault here because obviously it's not nobody else's fault but my own. Um, Because I didn't want to look at the situation for my own benefit, right? I didn't want to look at it from the point that was going to bring me the most peace, you know? And I really had to learn that. Like, you got to stop prioritizing other people's needs over your own. Like, that shit is not the move anymore. And a lot of that just comes from um, just childhood, you know? And... That was always my role, you know, as a child, like that's, that's what it was. And I'll get into that stuff later because that's definitely a whole episode on its own, right? Childhood traumas. So that was something that I had to look at myself. Like, why are you always so willing and able to put everyone else's needs before your own? Why is everyone else more important and more valuable than you? I had to look at that. I had to look at that real, real, real deep. And she taught me that. That was a lesson I had to learn.
<laughs> so there you have it. So come August, I put forth boundaries with this person. I was like, listen, if you're not looking for a relationship and we don't need to talk every day, because that's what we've been doing for the last four months, talking every day on FaceTime, four or five hours. All that needs to stop because I don't do that with my friends. If you're looking for a friend, I don't do that with none of my friends. So, you know, things are going to change. And I feel like that was also part of my fear, too. I was like, I didn't want that to change. But it had to change because if we're being if we're being honest about what the dynamic needs to be, that this needs to change. And so that happened. And, of course, the dynamic changed. And um, which, again, fine, whatever. So Lionsgate comes through, right? And if you don't know what Lionsgate is, it is... Um, 8-8, so August 8th, and I think it lasts through, um, like, the 16th, and I was just getting so many beautiful downloads, just having to really withdraw my energy from that whole situation and just pull it back into myself and pour it back into me, and I had to remember who I was, what my purpose is, why am I here, you know, I had to get back into my body because I had... Y'all, I had, let me tell y'all, I had literally jumped out of my body. Like, my soul, my spirit was damn near hanging on by a thread. For real. For real, for real, for real, for real. And um, I had to, I had to get her back into my body. I had to get her back into my body. Because I couldn't, I did not know who I was. I did not recognize myself. I would legit look in the mirror and be like, who are you? Like, who who are you? Like, I don't know who you are. And that's real talk. Like, I had to really come back into myself. But I had to experience what it felt like to be so far away from myself, to be so off balance. I had to experience that to realize, oh, no, we cannot ever allow ourselves to get to that point. Like, you cannot do that. You cannot do that. Like, that's just not okay. For you to be in that space and so I had to really look at you know me I had to stop abandoning myself I had to reinitiate my inner authority I had to reclaim my priesthoodness okay my priesthoodness all right I had to really get back into myself a hundred percent and I had to really accept myself the way I was and I had to realize like you you just have to prioritize yourself, period. You have to prioritize yourself. And that means you can't be afraid of letting people know what you want, what you need, okay? You can't be afraid to let yourself know what you want, what you need, and to provide that for yourself. That's really what it comes down to. You cannot be afraid to provide yourself with the things that really make you feel secure, that make you feel seen, that make you feel accepted and loved. And you have to give that to yourself. <sighs> Man. August was a powerful month. August was a powerful, powerful month. And so after all that transpired, um, I went to Niagara Falls for my sister's birthday. That was a blast. So much fun. Niagara Falls is gorgeous. Like, Oh my goodness. It was the it was the cleansing that I needed. Cuz we did the Maiden the Mist tour, which is like the boat tour. And so just to be so close to that water 
I mean, it was powerful. It was so, it was an energy. I, I just kept saying, like, I feel like I got an energetic bath. Like it was just so cleansing energetically. I needed that. Like I really needed that on a mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual level. I needed to cleanse myself and just, just reignite my passion and my drive and my love for myself. And I had so many huge realizations coming through, just like between my guides and um, just, just remembering who I was. Like, look into that, look into, look into Lionsgate. I mean, you know, it's, it's that Leo energy. It's that Leo energy. It really is. And um, I definitely advise you to look into Lionsgate portal and get some more information about that because it's a really beautiful energy to work with. Um... And it's just, it's just super, super, super powerful. Uh, what else happened in August? Ah, yes. One of my friends reached out to me because she wanted to start, um, she wanted to start basically build a platform, um, celebrating the female figure. And she's also a mom. So she was like, I just want to bring the sensuality back to motherhood, you know? So it aligned perfectly with Virgo season that was the day that we did our shoot and we went to this nude beach in Jersey look it up if you're that's if you know something you'd be interested in um but it was so much fun the people there were super awesome they were really they were really nice and they were so inquisitive about what we were doing and um so that was a lot of fun just to be a part of that project I, I it was it was really cool and so I worked with her for a few months on um, just some concepts and stuff around, you know, what she was trying to put out into the to the universe, into the world. And um, it, it was great. Like, I got a lot of... Um, that's why I really feel like a lot of my content creator uh, role kind of really came about outside of just, um, you know, what I was doing with On The Cusp. So that was fun. I loved that. All right, so then we get into September, September, okay? Um, and Virgo's energy is full, full, full force. Man, when I tell you Virgo came in through here with the fire, with that, that's that beautiful, you know, that's when I really did some dig, some deep diving into earth energetics. So I was like, okay, not only is my first house, sorry, it's not only is my rising and earth sign in Taurus, Again, I have the stellium in Capricorn. This is the earth sign. So I'm like, I really need to figure out what this earth energy is about. So I really took September. Um, I took that time to just ground down into myself. So I was working a lot with my base chakra um, and just getting myself secure. Financial security was something that came up very strongly for me. I downloaded a whole entire like financial blueprint for myself. Like I was getting specific numbers, amounts everything that spirit wanted me to work with and I was like okay this is what I'm supposed to be working on. I'm supposed to be working on my money I'm supposed to be getting my money up getting myself financially secure right so that way I'm not I'm not looking for anybody I'm not depending on anybody and a lot of the times um when we're trying to find things outside of ourselves relationally romantically emotionally all of that a lot of it ties in with money a lot of it ties in with our work and our purpose because money and love coexist. And so 
I had to look at that. I'm like, okay, I'm constantly looking for things outside of myself. That needs to stop. So what is it that I feel like needs to be healed or balanced? And it was like, it was money. And so I was like, yeah, I need to get, I need to get my financial healing up. I was like, that's the next thing I need to work on is my financial healing. So spirit was like, okay, cool. You you like, you're finally ready to get this money up. You finally ready to do what you need to do to provide for yourself and to securely provide for yourself and to ground within yourself. Great. Here's all this information. And so I just got this huge download one day when Mars went into, literally the day Mars went into retrograde, I was like, okay, now I see the light. Now I understand. And I also just got like a bunch of downloads around working with um, elemental energies, just like fire, earth, water, air, and just really getting a better understanding of how I can incorporate those energies within my being, within my essence. And so um, at the beginning of quarantine, I was watching Avatar The Last Airbender. I don't know if someone had told me about it. I don't know how I got into that show. Um, and so I had I watched it and I was like, whoa, this, wait, this shit is real. You know what I mean? I know it's a cartoon, yada, 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 whatever. But I'm like, no, this shit is real. Like the concepts, the ideologies behind this, like, no, we can do this in real life. Like, and so Spirit was just like, you need to figure out what those elements look like for you and how you can work with those energies. And so this is, this is basically what Spirit told me. Fire is the work that I'm passionate about putting into the world. Water is the ability to adapt. Earth provides security and grounding. That's why during Virgo season, I had to ground down into myself. I had to get secure within myself as I am, not looking for anyone to validate me, not looking for anything outside of myself to tell me who I am, none of that. And then um, air initiates the ideas and the vision. So air is like, you know, that mental energy. And so the the, the, the key to working with these energies is just finding the balance within them all. That's, that's anything. Everything's about balance. And I was like, wow, okay, that's deep. That's deep. And I really want to do a whole episode about earth energetics and earth medicine. Because there's so much more that I can that I can uh, go into with that. But I'm going to leave that there. We can go ahead and get into October. So October was, a, was um, for me, was about a lot of shadow work. You know, I took that time to really dig deep into some shadow work. I was doing Lacey Phillips program um, called To Be Magnetic. And so she has a membership where you can have full access to all of the workshops. And so I was doing that because I was like, yo, by November, I'm trying to call in my abundance. You know, I'm trying to call in my manifestations. I'm trying to call in everything that belongs to me divinely. Because that was the message that I had received in September. Like, I'm not looking for nothing that belongs to nobody else. I don't want nobody else's money. I don't want nobody else's job. I don't want nobody else's nothing. I want what I came in this to this planet on this earth to receive and to have and to achieve and to accomplish. Like th- it already belongs to me. So uh, what I need to do is align myself with the things that are already divinely mine. That's how that's that's how you that's how you prevent yourself from spinning your wheels. That's how you prevent yourself from going around in circles and getting caught in your patterns and your loops. 
but you got to unblock your shadows. You got to get through all of your trauma. You got to get through all of the self-doubt, the worry, the fear, the insecurities, all of that. So that's what I was realizing. I'm like, I got to get through the shadow shit because what happened earlier on in the summer, that can be no more. I cannot allow myself to be so susceptible to that. And that's a lot of that had to do with the energy that I'm putting out into the universe. Okay. That's really what it is. That's that has to do with my subconscious patterning, why I keep being put into those kind of situations. Cause that is what that's the energy that I'm giving off. So I was like, yeah, no, we gotta work through that. We gotta work through that so we can bring the subconscious to the conscious mind, transmute that shit, okay, integrate the shadows that need to be integrated, and whatever else that is no more, no longer serving us, we gotta let it go. That's it. And so I did that. Um, I did, um, I started this photo series or photo concept, I should say, called Get Embodied. And that was basically just around allowing people to embody an energy that they've been wanting to express within themselves. So that was fun. I had a couple of sessions with that. And, you know, I feel like hopefully next year, you know, I'll, I'll probably bring it back. I'll probably bring it back because I had a lot of fun doing it. I really did. Um, so end of October, I went to Santa Fe for the Blue Moon on Halloween. And I received a huge energetic upleveling during that trip. I mean, and, and that's what it was. It was a spiritual retreat. That's what I called it. It was a spirit retreat. And I, because Santa Fe is magical, y'all. If you've never been to Santa Fe, and if you get the opportunity next year, <laughs> this year, 2021, if you get the opportunity this year, I highly advise you to go. It's just, it's next level. Like the, the second you touch down in Santa Fe, you just feel different. The energy is different. The vibe is different. It's really beautiful. And um, I went there, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but I went there for my birthday last year on a solo trip. That was the first time I ever traveled out, traveled period, by myself. That's the first time I've ever gone anywhere by myself. And I was led to Santa Fe. I think I just did like a, a, a Google search on like, what are the top places to travel, you know, for solo? And Santa Fe was on the list. And I, I was reminded on that, on that same list, they were talking about, you know, the attractions that are in Santa Fe. And they were like, you know, they had mentioned the Georgia O'Keeffe Museum. And I was like, yo, my girl Georgia O'Keeffe's in Santa Fe. I forgot about that. I forgot that she did the majority of her work in Santa Fe. I was like, yeah, I'm going to Santa Fe. I'm going to Santa Fe. Because Georgia O'Keeffe is just someone that's just, I feel like she's a spirit guy for me. I'm not gonna lie. Like just from the very, the first, I remember the first time I ever heard, I even learned about Georgia O'Keeffe. I was in sixth grade art class miss sellers hey miss sellers i was in sixth grade art class and i was just like we were learning about just like you know different you know the different uh artists major artists you know throughout time and whatever and just her work just moved me so much even as a little 12 13 year old like her work has always just really um resonated with me and she came up again when I was uh, in college. I was doing, I had a color theory class, and one of our final projects that we had to do was we had to pay homage to a an artist, a painter. And Georgia O'Keeffe was on the list, and I was like, oh yeah, gotta go with my girl Georgia. So she's just been something, someone that's just constantly come up 
in my life. And so when I realized that, or when I remembered that, yeah, Santa Fe was like her home, I was like, yeah, definitely going to Santa Fe. So uh, that was a beautiful experience. And um, that's when I started my On the Cusp. Like I gave On the Cusp his own page, his own site. Because I wanted it to launch November 1st, you know, 111, 111. And, uh, but I was like, you know what? No, I gotta, I gotta do my lessons. I can't, I can't, I can't forget my lessons now. So I started it on Halloween, October 31st. And that felt good. I was like, yo, this is going to be my test of consistency. And I felt that I was like, this is going to be, this is going to be a test of consistency. Like, can I show up every day and put, and put something out? Right. So I just do like daily quotes, um, weekly mantras, monthly lessons. That's my thing. And I've kind of taken a break from it now because, um, I had to re, I had to recalibrate my energy towards it. And furthermore, I feel like this podcast really wanted to come through. So On the Cusp has just been slowly expanding itself more and more and more and more. And I feel like this this is, I don't want to say the apex, because I have, I have one other thing in the works um, that On the Cusp wants to manifest itself in. But On the Cusp of Something Beautiful has always been the full title. And I just kind of shortened it on the cusp because you know it's just I just shortened it so I was like okay it'll be on the cusp that on the cusp was something beautiful this full name and so that's why I feel like when I got led to do this podcast in November I got a, a very well I had always wanted to do a podcast just didn't know what it was going to be called didn't know what it was going to be about none of that so when I got back from Santa Fe and I, w- I want to say uh, maybe second, first or second week in November, I literally woke up one morning and Spirit was like, you need a new perspective. You need to start the podcast. And I was like, okay, is the podcast going to be called A New Perspective? <laughs> like, what is the podcast going to be called? And, but then Spirit reminded me like, no, like it's going to be called On the Cusp of Something Beautiful. And I was like, right, yes, that, that way I can use its full name. Genius. <laughs> so... That was put on my spirit really heavy, really, really, really heavy. And I was like, yeah, that has to happen because it just felt right. It was a hell yes, a full, full, full body yes. And I feel like overall the energy around November, I was just doing a lot of shedding of old ways of being, shedding codependent habits. That was something that was brought to my attention in Santa Fe. Like you got to let this codependent shit go. It's not even in your nature. That's why, that's why you're so off balance. Cause it's not even who you are. You're in, you're an independent person. Like you like to be able to move, go, think, be freely, you know? And I had just gotten comfortable in a lot of ways of being because comfortability allows you to not have to really look at yourself. And, um, but I had to look at myself. So I took the, I took November as that opportunity to do that. Um, I got back into my book, Energetic Boundaries, the book that I keep mentioning, because I had bought it during the summertime. I, I bought it Lionsgate, during Lionsgate Portal. Because Miriam Hasna had, uh, uh, sorry, Miriam Hasna had suggested it, recommended it. That's the word I wanted to use. She had recommended it. And I was like, oh, I need that book. So I did a quick little search on Amazon, read what it was about. And I was like, yep, I need that book. So I had kind of fell off from reading it. 
Um, but November, I was like, yeah, no, we need to get into this book because she walks you through how to heal, um, the different layers of boundaries, like your physical, your emotional, your mental and spiritual boundaries. Um, what she calls them, she says, um, physical, emotional, relational, and spiritual boundaries. But she really, she walks you through how to heal all the, all of those boundaries. Cause that was something that I was like lacking. Like I was like, yeah, I don't have good boundaries. I don't have good boundaries. And it's one of the main reasons why I have such a hard time choosing myself. It's one of the main reasons why it's so easy for me to abandon myself. And um, so I was like, nope, got to get back into this inner work uh, because that's the only way I'm going to be able to call in the things that I want to call in on an authentic level. That's the only way I'm going to be able to call in the things that are divinely mine, the things that are literally waiting for me to get my shit together so I can make space them to come in and to receive them and uh that's what i was doing and just putting and just focusing on on putting my quotes and stuff out on, on the cusp um i started to look for work but i was really wanting to call in a soul aligned job and i did find this really cool creative company this calligraphy company and even got to a second interview y'all but it didn't work out i didn't get it so i was like you know what that I didn't get it because I'm, I'm just being super mindful about the kind of jobs that I'm looking for. Like I'm not, like I said, I'm not just going back into work just, just to be working because I need a job. Like I do need a job, but I'm going to do it consciously. I'm going to do it to a level and degree where I can fully show up as who I am. I can fully show up offering all of the gifts that I have to offer where I can completely and fully be seen and um and 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 doing something impactful so that's definitely something that's creative work that's you know intuitive work like all of that combined so right now I'm just really being called and to uh to put my focus in this podcast that's really where my energy is right now I see it so clearly and um there, I'm learning all kind of new skills, you know, like that's what December's really shown me. Like December for me has been about inner child work, integration of not having to work so hard and just truly reconfiguring my work effort. Because Spirit told me a while ago, they're like, it's going to be so easy. Like it's going to be easy. And it is. The hard part is me staying committed to unblocking, 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 healing, 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 everything that is blocking me from my blessings, blocking me from my abundance, blocking me from my wealth. That is the work that I have to be committed to because everything else is already written. It's already written. I know what I want. I see it. Um, I have to do my due diligence to make sure I continue to align myself with it and to follow my instincts and to follow spirit and to trust myself. So, and I feel like that's a very powerful place to, to, um, to come to, to enter into, you know, when it comes to looking for work and creative work. And, you know, I'm really understanding as well, like, entrepreneurship is something that I'm really being called into and I had to fully accept that because I never saw myself as an entrepreneur 
And but I'm like, all the things that I want to do, like, I want to do them for me. I want to be self-employed. <laughs> and I used to say that all the time. Like when I, I remember like 27, 28, I was like, by the time I'm 30, I don't want to work for nobody. I want to be self-employed. And that's literally what has been happening. That's literally what spirit has been trying to show me. Like, this is what you want. This is what you want. Stop pushing it away. Stop devaluing you, yourself. Stop Stop feeling like you don't have anything to offer, that you're not valuable, that you're not worthy. You are. You're worthy of everything that you want. This is exactly what you wanted. This is what you asked for. And I had to see that. I'm like, oh, shit. This is what I asked for. Wow. Okay. I just have to get over myself. That's it. I just have to get over myself. So uh, as we close out this year, of just really stepping deeper into ourselves. I hope that you are in a place, in a space that you've been able to step deeper into yourself, to see yourself more clearly. Because um, that's what 2020 has been about for me. It's just seeing myself more clearly. Seeing myself more clearly. And accepting her, honoring her, appreciating her. Um, empowering her, embodying her, like just giving her the space and the range to go forth, to fly free, to be free, to not be under anyone else's demands or guise or none of that. I am, I am a sovereign being. I'm a sovereign being and I'm really um, settling into that. And creating a life that I want to live authentically with grace, balance, and ease. My favorite thing. That's my mantra. Balance, grace, and ease. And that's really the, the pillars that I stand on. That's what I measure everything up to now. Because it's like, if it's not promoting balance, if I'm not able to do it gracefully, if I'm not able to do it in a flow and an ease, like I have to really sit back and look at why is it not giving me that? What is the energy behind it? And B... I didn't even say A, but A and then B, um, is this something that I even need to be a part of? Is this something that I even want to do? You know, <sighs> I feel like spirit and I, and <laughs> this episode coming out later, you're going to get a little bit more info about what the energy of December really, really, really has been about and what it's shown me about myself. But for the sake of, of this episode, um, it's just really showing me who I am. I can either accept it or continue to reject it. And the energy that I'm moving into 2021 is, is acceptance of myself, self-acceptance, self-acceptance. I feel like if I started out the year with self-compassion, the middle of the year with self-love, end of the year is self-acceptance. You know, that's a beautiful space and a place to be in. And I hope you're able to take some time out today as well to go through your highs and lows, go through your trials and tribulations, go through your wins, go through your lessons of 2020 and see what do you want to take into 2021? Like what has really been beneficial to you? What have you truly learned about yourself? How have you seen yourself more clearly? Who is the person that you want to be? Who is the person that you already are? And how can you allow him or her or them to be? 
you know, let that be your homework for today. Seriously, let that be your homework for today because we have the power, we have the right, we have the ability, the capability to live a life of our wildest dreams. We have that opportunity. If no one told you that, I'm telling you that. We have that opportunity. We just have to get through ego shit, get through our self-doubt, insecurities, the worry, the fear, the projections. We had to get through all of that so we can see ourselves more clearly. And I feel like 2021 is like that first year of stepping in that embodiment of having gone through everything we went through in 2020 in order to see ourselves more clearly. You know what I'm saying? And allowing our and, and empowering ourselves and allowing ourselves to walk in that power and walk in that inner authority and that divine guidance. Follow our intuition. Honing our intuition, developing our intuition, following our intuition. Okay? And we're gonna go y'all listen, we're about to get so deep in this intuition. Cause I gotta let y'all know. I gotta let y'all know, especially as I'm learning and, and I'm becoming more aware. I I gotta let y'all know. That's my that's my duty. <laughs> that is a part of my purpose and my mission. Because it's a gift. It's a gift that we all have. It's a gift that we can all tap into. And it's a gift that is here to provide us with more balance, grace, and ease. And we owe it to ourselves to give ourselves that, those gifts, and to um, be around people that allow us to, um, that allow us to fulfill that, you know? It's, it's no more faking the funk. Why? For what? I'm so over that shit now, like, because it ain't worth it, and it don't help nobody. It don't help nobody. It don't help nobody. Let me speak correctly. It don't help anybody. No, <laughs> it doesn't help anybody. We only hinder ourselves. We only hinder ourselves. So let that resonate with you for today. Let that percolate in your mind, body, and soul. And just ask yourself, like, how am I stepping into the new year? What energies am I giving off? How do I want people to see me? Who have I always been underneath the surface that I just have not been allowing myself to live fully embodied and embrace my full authentic self? Why haven't I been able to do that? Listen, January is a great month to tap into some inner, inner child work, y'all, for real. Because that's going to heal a lot of the shit that, we, that you're going through right now, present day. Because that's where a lot of our, our trauma is, is in our childhood. And... uh Think about it this, because I know going through, you know, inner child work and shadow work, all that can feel scary, but think about it like this. The more you get through all of that, the closer you are becoming to, or the closer you are getting to your divine inheritance. I love that word, your divine inheritance. So the stuff that already belongs to you, everything that you want, everything that you've always dreamed of, it's yours already. That's why you can dream of it. That's why you can think of it. That's why it's coming into your your knowing. Your third eye. There you go. That's why you can envision it. That's why you can see it. You're like, yo, I want, I want that. I don't want to do that. Right? Start working through that inner child. Start working through that shadow. 
And I promise you, you're going to start seeing all kind of possibilities. You're going to be like, whoa, I can actually fucking, I can do this shit. I can do the damn thing. I can do the damn thing. I promise you, it's going to change your life. It's going to change your whole life. Ugh. Well, guys, I'm going to leave that there. I hope this was insightful. <laughs> I hope you learned something about me. I'm sure y'all learned, y'all learned a whole lot about me. <laughs> And that's fine. I'm coming to the understanding that, you know, the things that I experience, the lessons that I have to go through, you know, it's my duty to share that with you all. So that way, you know, maybe something resonates with you and maybe you're, or maybe you've gone through something similar and, you know, it can hopefully bring about a new perspective, you know? So uh, I just want to leave that there with you all. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. If you like what you heard, please rate and review my podcast. And I want to have a little, I'm going to do a little something for people who rate. I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give away something. Maybe I'll do like some energy readings. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leave a review. Leave a review. Maybe I'll do like monthly. I'll do like, I'll pick a review at the, at the end of the month. And then I'll give that person a free energy reading. I, I like that idea. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Leave a review. <laughs> and um, let me know what you think. Leave a five-star review now. Don't be leaving no janky reviews. No, I'm just kidding. Leave a review that that is true to you. And um, But I will be picking the best review at the end of the month. And uh, yeah, I'll give that person an energy reading. So... So yeah, listen to the podcast once I once I announce the person who gets the the reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Well, you guys, happy New Year! Happy Happy New Year! If you're listening to this podcast, you made it through 2020. Blessings upon blessings upon blessings, and um, I can't wait to see you guys in the new year. <laughs> Have a blessed, blessed day, morning, night, okay? Um, Thank you all again so much for joining me this week. And I'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Be safe, y'all, okay? If y'all are going out, I don't know what's going on for New Year's Eve. Just be safe, y'all, okay? (laughs) All right, bye.